Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for listening today. Um, My name is JD, and I just wanted to give a brief background on this podcast. So um, if you've just clicked into this, thank you so much for clicking and listening. Um, I appreciate you giving your time to this. I know we're all really busy, um, but this is a project that I'm very passionate about. Um, I've been wanting to start a podcast for years, and um, I've just been really thinking and praying, you know, God, what would you have me speak about? Um, I've given a lot of sermons. I've been in a lot of public speaking roles, uh, and, you know, God really stirs in my heart to speak and to use my voice and to allow um, God to speak through me to other people. Um, and it's a really big way of how I process the Bible is I really like to process it out loud. I like to process what God is speaking to me by speaking it out loud. And I find that it can be very encouraging to other people. Um, some, something that's very deep and true to me is I really, really love to encourage people. So if you've clicked on this and you're listening, I hope you'll be encouraged. Um, I just want to share what I'm learning with you. Um, this is an opportunity for me to kind of Um, just talk a little bit about what I'm learning and then hopefully you know you and I can work together to learn. I do hope that um, you know in time I'll have some guests and some people on the on the show with me to kind of talk through Bible concepts but from time to time you'll just have me you know kind of talking through what I'm learning introducing to you some concepts to think about um, some places where I'm at where I want to share with you and then hopefully you know someday get some people in here that um, will share their perspective, you know, challenging perspectives, um, questions about the Bible that we can talk about together, and questions about God. Um, So um, this podcast, you know, it is labeled as a Christianity podcast, but um, I do not want you to feel, you know, whatever religion, belief you have, this is not just for Christians. I just want to be a guy um, talking about the Bible. I want to talk about God. I want to talk about Jesus. Um, and I don't want there to be any barriers between you and I. Um, something I've been really amazed by lately is how much that we really truly have to learn from each other. You know, what binds us and what brings us together and um, what shared beliefs we have. Um, so, you know, I don't necessarily find myself um, in the Catholic faith, but I've been really um, just amazed lately at uh, just the way that yeah, they they believe in Jesus. The way um, their their um, their churches run, you know, the the beliefs that they have. There's truly so much that they have come to learn, and so I just think that um, no matter what religion, no matter where you're from, you know, this this shared belief in God, this shared belief in Jesus, Jesus dying for our sins. Um, there's so much we have to learn from each other. So I hope that I can teach you something um, already. I'm kind of rambling on, you know, just about me um, and, you know, myself, but um, I'm really hoping that I have something here to share with you. And um, really this podcast is just going to be practical ways to grow your faith. So um, from my perspective, I just want to help you grow your faith. Like I said, I really want to encourage you. And I truly want to be on this journey with you of, of just discovering what faith means. Um, So that kind of goes a little bit again into the backstory of this podcast. Um, I I want to know um, more about what faith means. Uh, I want to kind of find the definitions of it. I want to get back to the roots of it and understand um, what true faith in Jesus means and and really rediscover that. Um, I went through a period, you know, for a few years We've all heard the stories, you know, COVID, oh, it changed my life, changed all this. I'm not going to make any excuses, but definitely went through a period where 
I wish that I had been closer to God. I wish that I had um, kind of used that time to get closer to God, but um, it has been a time of distance for me. It's been a time of challenging faith and challenging my values and who I am. And, you know, in some ways for the good, in some ways, you know, wish that I had been more committed to my faith. So now I'm trying to rise back up. I'm trying to redefine what my faith means and try and find that again. So welcome to this journey. I, I want to consider this step one. The cover art for this podcast is, um, you know, building your faith one stone at a time. We'll talk about a little bit later um, in this episode, uh, Nehemiah uh, really inspired, you know, this getting this podcast started. And of course, the cover art and the um, the whole the whole kind of approach. Um, we are just going to build our faith, you and I together. Yes, you and me. I, I want to be in this with you. Um, we're going to build our faith together one stone at a time. I really am a huge fan of that approach. Uh, I have found in my life trying to make um, too much um, rapid change at one time. Um, it really can sometimes just cause the, like if you're using the stone wall for an analogy, cause things to just stumble over um, and fall and crash down if you're just trying to build it too quickly. I really want to go through practical faith concepts with you, um, and you and I can just build our faith one stone at a time. Um, So for me, you know, this is stone one. Um, God, I really feel God is calling me to start this podcast. I I really hope and pray that you'll be blessed by it. I really hope and pray that um, you'll enjoy it um, and you'll get something out of it. So for me, Stone One, here we are. We're in this podcast, um, and hopefully Stone One for you is you're listening. Um, If you are trying to rebuild your faith, understand what it means. And I did want to, you know, um, if there's anybody out there that um, has um, left churches, if there's anybody out there that has kind of walked away from the faith, if there's anybody out there that has kind of had their faith challenged from COVID, um, from a specific church, from a specific belief, I want to meet you here and and say, hey, I get it. I understand. You know, we all, I think as we grow up, as we get older, as we have more life experiences, our faith is challenged. Um, and sometimes that wall gets knocked over, the stone wall you've built. Maybe you put years into it. Maybe you put, you know, just a short time into it. Um, I feel like I recently in my last past couple of years have gone through a time period where a bunch of stones fell out of my wall, things that I, you know, that should have been really sturdy and kind of fell out. Um but hey, you know, all the way back to the beginning with grace is, you know, Jesus is that strong foundation for us. So even if we're shaken, you know, we come back at the end of the day, find Jesus again, you know, find, you know, where that is, we can start rebuilding again. He's that strong foundation. He's the cornerstone. So now we're just going to, we're going to rebuild. We're going to keep rebuilding. So I hope that you'll join me um, in that. If you've got a strong faith and you've been going for years, I just hope that I can help put some stones on the top of that wall with you. Um, if you've, you know, been uh, following God your whole life and, you, you know, you've been really building those stones, you know, congrats. I hope that you'll share some faith stories with people, maybe even um, join me on this podcast um, someday. Um, so, please feel free to reach out to me if you want to share some faith stories, you know, as this podcast continues. Um, but for me, and I think probably a lot of people, especially in this COVID season, um, <laughs> faith has been challenged. Um, maybe back to the drawing board for some of you, maybe um, questioning, you know, who is God? Who is Jesus? What is what is faith? Should I believe? Should I, should I be living this life? Um, you know, what should I be doing with my life? So that's just some backstory from me. Um, 
And I just kind of like I said um, for this podcast, I just want to make it really easy. I want you to be able to kind of click through in this um, the podcast list um, as the episodes come out and just be able to choose an episode uh, and based on topic. I want it to be really practical life topics, you know, um, very practical things on faith, um, whether it's um, a Bible verse, you know, I'll put on the description like the Bible verse uh, or not the Bible verse, like the Bible book that I'm going through in the chapters um, and then kind of maybe like a just a summary of like what the theme is of that. Um, so I just don't want to waste your time. I want you to be able to, um, if you're down, you're having a hard time with belief, you're having a hard time with hope, um, hard time finding joy, things like that. You could just scroll through the list and be like, oh, I want to listen to this one on joy. Make it so easy for you. I don't want you to have to dig for it. I just want you to be able to find things by topic so that you can be encouraged where you need it. Um, if you want to listen to all the episodes, thank you so much. Um, but yeah, so um, that's kind of how this is going to be broken down. And again, I'm just so thankful, you know, if you're joining me here on this first episode, I'm just trying to figure out to, you know, what this is going to be and what this looks like. Um, so kind of laying that out with you. Um, I did want to say at the beginning here, I am no theologian. I'm not, uh, I don't have a doctorate in theology. I am not somebody who, um, has studied theology for 50 years. Um, I have, you know, studied some, uh, I've dabbled in, I've tr- dabbled in it, I've tried to learn from the Bible, but uh, this is not from the perspective of an expert. Um, that's not my goal here is not to say, you know, what I believe in what I say is, is true and final and it's the truth. This is just me discussing what I'm learning. Um, we'll get into a little bit of theology, but I don't really want to get lost too much in the weeds with that. Um, I just want it to be like, hey, I'm an average Joe, just trying to learn about the Bible, just trying to figure out what faith means just trying to get closer to Jesus. And honestly, you know, you might kind of come in sometimes and be like, um, maybe you've got some theology ideas, you know, and you're just like, oh, you know, this, you, you're, you're really well versed on a topic or you've done schooling on it, or you, maybe you've done a paper on it or things like that. Feel free to shout that out, you know, and, and that could be something, you know, if, if enough people are providing feedback, I can hopefully at the end of each episode go over some feedback that people are providing of um, some theological concepts you want to share with everybody, some things like you you want to uh, be heard, you know, if you want to, um, you know, leave, uh, I think for now, just, you know, maybe just leave a review or um, I can set up, um, I'll get uh, just a, a channel um, hopefully like an Instagram or an email so that you can uh, reach out to me and, and kind of talk maybe about some theology that maybe you want to share or um, you would want to share with me. That will increase my faith. It will help me to learn and it will help hopefully others to learn too. So um, we're kind of, let's be in this journey together um, and just share, you know, feel free to step up and share. Feel free to help me to learn. Um, and I really want to be humble. You know, I don't think the person speaking, you know, whether it's a pastor, um, the person leading the podcast, things like that, that I honestly don't think that they're supposed to be like this head honcho that knows everything and um, they're just irreproachable and, and nobody can ever teach them anything. I hope that I can be one of the most teachable people here. Um, so um, I'm really hoping that you, um, if you have something to share with me, feel free to share it. Um, open, you know, open to hear what people have to say and different views, you know, some, maybe some different views that people have on certain topics. As we go through the Bible, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. Um, there's a lot of different ways to, to study it and discover it. So if you've got a different view on it, um, you know, 
feel free to share that and hopefully it will encourage our faith um, and we'll grow together you know maybe uh, you'll learn from my perspective I'll learn from your perspective and at the end of the day we'll both be closer to God um, and all glory to God for that you know he will he will be lifted up through that um, so I think that's pretty much the whole background uh, again you know just not a theological podcast uh, but Okay, so if you wanted to skip the intro, we are going to now go into this first topic for the day. Um, not going to be super long, not going to be super in-depth. I think I will have some times where I go really, really in-depth with some um, Bible verses or some scripture, um, but today I really just wanted to go over Nehemiah. Um, that's how I pronounce it. I'm sure that there's a better way to pronounce it, but it's um, Nehemiah and um, the Old Testament. Um, it's the, the, the guy that decided to go back to Jerusalem and rebuild Jerusalem. I'm sure if you're familiar with the Bible, very famous Bible um, person from the Bible, very famous historical character, um, did, did some really amazing things um, and really is an inspiration of faith. Um, but now, now we're going to talk about this. So today I just want to talk about um, chapter one and chapter two a little bit. Um, we're going to go a little bit into in depth, um, and also a preface. I'm going to be um, really going out of the um, NASB, so the New American Standard Bible Version, 1995. Um, this is my favorite Bible version, especially in the Old Testament. Um, I've found that um, I like the uh, more direct translation from the original language to um, the current. Uh, like our English from what I'm speaking, um, it can be a little bit harder to read because it's not, um, I guess, like perfect English. Uh, for example, like NLT, um, if you like the NLT, that one is, it's, you know, more of a paraphrase, but you'll find that the English they use is very comprehensible. Um, when you're studying the Old Testament, um, I like to really get into studying it. Um, I, I find NAS, NASB you're going to get that more direct translation um, because I just find that there are some nuances with some words, some some meanings that I'm really going to get out of it. But I have read the whole Bible in NLT. You know, I've read the whole Bible in N NIV, um, these ways that um, kind of have broken it down into English that I could understand. Then I kind of have, I'm coming back and refreshing my, my perspective with this more direct translation. So um, in this in this community, you know, I don't want there to be any sort of um, Bible version um, hate. I don't want there to be any Bible version slander. If you like NLT, if you like NIV, NASB, ESV, um, I'm missing a million versions. There's a lot of versions. Whatever version you like, you know, I encourage you, if that is how you're connecting with God, and you are growing closer with God, you're building your relationship with Jesus, you know, I'm not going to stand for any hate or slander. You're reading your Bible. You are already doing something amazing. Don't ever, ever, ever think uh, it's got to be this version. But, you know, I'm just going to tell you, you know, I like NASB. So a lot of times I'll talk out of that. Maybe if I want something to be more um, broken down, I'll do NLT just to kind of get that English paraphrasing. Maybe if I wanted to see it, in a different language, or not a different language, oh my goodness, um, in like a different uh, paraphrase or a different way that to be broken down. But anyway, so for today, I don't think I'm going to quote any exact scripture, um, but you know, if you wanted to kind of 
open up and uh, jump into uh, Nehemiah either today. Um, if you're driving right now or um, anything like that, you're you're at work, wherever you are, um, and you don't have the availability to read uh, Nehemiah, I would just encourage you, if you're on this journey where God is trying to rebuild your faith, great place to go. Um, I found myself praying, um, you know, God help me renew my faith, help me to get restarted, help me to figure out where I'm going, what I'm doing. Um, I just happened to open up my bile, bile, oh my goodness, I happened to open up my Bible to Nehemiah, and um, all of a sudden God just just re-sparked in me. Um, You're going to see why, if you know the story, you know why. Um, Chapter 1, so um, just a little bit of backstory, again, not a theologian, so backstory isn't going to be perfect, but... Um, the Israelites, God's holy people, um, these people that were called to be set apart, called to live a life on mission, called to live separate, called to holiness, you know, um, called to be God's, where God's presence resides on earth. Huge calling, huge, huge deal. You know, in the Old Testament, these are the main people. The Israelites are, God is trying to establish his covenant, his relationship with humans He's chosen his bride, Israel, to be this facilitator so that he can bless the nations. He can allow um, his love and his holiness to spread to the nations. Um, You know, we all, if you know the Bible, Israelites had a fall from grace. Um, God warned them, you know, if you do not uh, repent, return, turn from your wicked ways, I'm going to scatter you. You're going to lose this blessed land that I promised to you, you're going to be scattered among the nations. You know, it's not going to be good. It, it's it's not going to be pretty. Well, it happened. Um, and, you know, I think we all can find ourselves, we've all found ourselves there where um, tragedy happens and we are scattered. And um, in this case, really, really um, rough. Um, God built, uh, God helped Israel to build up Jerusalem build up this temple where God's presence can lie, and uh, Israel, you know, they kind of blew it. I can identify with that. We can all identify with that. Um, When you're reading the Old Testament, it's easy to be like, man, Israel, what are you doing? And then it's like, you kind of look at yourself like, oh, (laughs) what am I doing? Uh, What the heck am I doing? I am the same way. I need to learn from Israel. So, you know, here I am. I really identify with this. Um, the um, the Israelites are in a foreign land. They're in Babylon. Um, you know, there's they're under. They're not in control of their own country anymore. They're not in control of their own people. Um, you know, they might even be wondering, are they even in control of their own, um, if quote unquote, like fate? Uh, are they in control of how things are going to work out? Um, they have got you know this this king that's over them. Babylon is a giant empire, and um, you know this maybe for some of them could have been like, oh, is this the end? Is this the end? Like, um, is God just going to wipe us out? You know, now we're in captivity. Um, there was the promise, you know, that he would restore them from exile. But from this perspective, I mean, if I was just thinking myself as an Israelite in this time period, especially like before the internet, um, you can't just, get, you can't just like, uh, text your friends and be like, like, Hey, um, do you think this is going to work out? Um, or, um, you couldn't just like get on Google and be like, uh, 
<laughs> has Israel ever been exiled before? And if so, how to fix? Um, <laughs> how do I fix this? How do I, how do we undo this? Uh, there's, there's, there was nothing like that. So I just imagine from that perspective, um, getting hauled away to a foreign land, um, like I couldn't imagine, you know, me being here where I am, um, I mess up and then I get hauled away to a foreign land. Now somebody else is in charge of me. My rules, you know, the Israelites rules, God kind of gave his rules to his people. Those aren't even the rules of the land anymore because you're not in your own land. Oh, it would just be like, that would just be such a scary situation, you know, trusting God, like, how is this going to work out? Um, and, you know, trusting God, like, you messed up and he's, he, you want him to bring you back. You've got that holy land. You've got that um, place flowing with milk and honey that you're no longer in and, um, are you going to go back? And you, you don't know. And, you know, they spent, um, I think it's about 70 years in exile. So for a lot of them, you know, they didn't go back. Uh, it's really unfortunate. But um, so we find ourselves here. We find ourselves in this place um, far from God's promise, uh, his, his original promise, um, his promise to Abraham. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to give you a, a, a land to call your own. That's paraphrasing. That's not the direct translation, or that's not the direct scripture. But um, you know, there you're going to be in this holy land. Now they're out of it, um, and so we meet Nehemiah um, again. Don't know if, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. That's the pronunciation I'm going to go with. Hopefully, there's a better way to say it. Um, but you know, maybe right now you're screaming and you're going, "It's not pronounced that way." Uh, that's you know between you and and um, whoever you're with, or uh, maybe take it up with me after the episode. <laughs> uh, we are going to be going through pr- probably the whole book, so, um, you know, don't, hopefully uh, somebody corrects me soon. Um, otherwise, it's going to stay Nehemiah. So uh, we meet this gentleman, um, and uh, we find that he is uh, in the capital of Hanani, Um Oh, wait, sorry. So he's in the capital of, uh, he was in Susa, the capital of Hanani, um, and one of his brothers and some men from Judah came, um, and they were coming and they were talking about the Jews who had escaped and survived the captivity, and they're talking about Jerusalem. So it turns out that some people did not get hauled away or they escaped, and they've been still living in Jerusalem. So um, I can only imagine it's probably pretty desolate there. It's probably pretty sad. Um, the majority of your people have been taken away. Um, and they said to me, so this is verse 3, the remnant there in the province who survived the captivity are in great dis- distress and reproach, and the wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and it, its gates burned with fire. Oh, that would be just so tragic. So if you weren't in Jerusalem, the capital, um, I mean, how I know it to be, you know, it's kind of this mountain or hilltop fortress with huge walls, lots of gates, um, so a place that's just like, uh, really like, truly like a fortress, and, you know, Babylon just wrecked it, walls broken, um, you know, gates burned down, you know, their, their gates, there's something that's very important to them, it's talked about a lot in the Old Testament, you know, the gates of Jerusalem, um, and, you know, they're burned down. So Nehemiah gets this word, you know, from his friends. So he says this in verse 4. When I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days. 
and I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. I said, I beseech you, O Lord, God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who preserves the covenant and loving kindness of those who love him and keep his commandments. Let your ear now be attentive attentive, and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant, which I am praying before you now, day and night, on behalf of the sons of Israel, your servants, confessing the sins of the sons of Israel, which we have sinned against you. I and my father's house have sinned. Um, so it goes on just kind of to talk about um, how they've fallen away. You know, um, there was this, you know, the covenant agreement with Moses, the Ten Commandments, if you're familiar with that. God set up his his relationship with his people. They agreed to live by, you know, God's ways, God's laws, and um, be obedient to his calling for their lives. And um, they've fallen away. And Nehemiah really recognizes that. Um, and I think it's it's really important to note here that his heart is truly broken for the situation. Um, it's one thing to lose your home. And I think that this is a very important distinction here for Nehemiah. Israel hasn't just lost their home. I think there's something identified here in Nehemiah's heart that Israel has lost their way. And I, I you know, I think for a, a lot of people, I would think like a, um, like Old Testament, especially people groups. Um, I think a lot of them, you know, traveled around the land that they're in, subject to change, borders change. Uh, people come and sack a village; it's gone, or they're taken away. They go somewhere else. People sojourn somewhere else. Um, but it's very clear here that Israel—it's an important distinction. Jerusalem is not just. Um, where they happen to be. Um, It's this reminder that God set them out to go to Israel, to establish Jerusalem, to establish his covenant and his promises with them and his relationship with them and build this holy place and build this this amazing place where God's spirit can dwell and God can start to um, enact his plan for the earth, you know, to really bless and and, um, spread his love throughout the earth with his spirit. And it's an important distinction here that Israel being out of Jerusalem, they have not only lost their home, they are away from like the calling that God has for them. They're away from that amazing calling that God had on their life to to live at a higher standard and therefore to see some amazing things happen um, and to see God, you know, be God's people. What a holy, amazing calling. And I think this is really, like, if Nehemiah was like, we got to get this land back because we need our our own home again. Um, It's not not really what he goes into. He goes into, we have sinned against you. Um, And, you know, we have broken your commandments. We have, um, you know, we have um, not preserved that covenant. We have not... Um, we have uh, verse seven, we have acted very corruptly against you and not kept the commandments, nor the statutes, nor the ordinance you commanded your servant Moses. So, um, <laughs> they, he, Nehemiah is admitting, you know, we didn't do all that. It's not just about, um, losing a land. It's about losing purpose. It's about losing sight of, um, you know, a nation lost sight of, of God. So, um, I think it's just really important that 
Nehemiah is identifying this here. There is a loss here. There is something that needs to be found again spiritually. There's a, there's a calling that needs to be found here again. So continuing in chapter 1, let's see. And he just kind of continues to talk about, um, let's see. O Lord, oh, so verse 11, O Lord, I beseech you, may your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and the prayer of your servants who delight to revere your name and make your servant successful today and grant him compassion before this man. So, um, and then the final um, verse for that says, now I was the cupbearer to the king. So kind of setting up that next chapter. So clearly Nehemiah, um, he's praying a big prayer here. He not only sees um, how, f- how far Israel has fallen, how far his people have fallen, he sees that there is a need to rise back up. He sees that um, he doesn't just see that the walls of Jerusalem are fallen. He doesn't just hear that the gates are burned. He knows in his heart that there is a restoration that needs to happen. Um, and he's got the guts to pray that big prayer. He's got the, the guts to pray, you know, God restore this. And, you know, he's willing to stand up for all his people. He also happened to, you know, probably a big part of um, this laying heavily on his heart, the way that God brought this plan together, Nehemiah, we're going to find, has that um he has the relationship with the king. Um, he's the cupbearer. He has this personal audience with the king. Um, and if you know, you know, um, he's the cupbearer. Uh, in the cup is, uh, it's, it's wine we're going to find here in this next, cha- next chapter. Um, the, and we know that they're, they're when, when the person that keeps that wine flowing, um, that is a very crucial person to the king. I am sure that the king's wine is flowing. And for Nehemiah to be at that place where he can petition for his people, and he's also got wine in his hand, um, he can kind of soften up the king if he needs to. Um, so, kind of this multifold plan of um, a person of influence, he can maybe kind of get the king's guard down a little bit and and speak to him by being somebody that he trusts. You know, um, he the one that brings him the wine. Like, of course, the king. The king probably is like. Like when, when Nehemiah comes to the room, I'm sure the king is excited. He's like, oh, okay, here's my wine <laughs> or, or my cupbearer, you know, and I don't know the full duties of the cupbearer, but I'm sure, you know, this is a very crucial person in the court. So, um, so now we're going to go into chapter two, and this is where we're going to kind of wrap up for the day, uh, but setting up really um, this idea for this podcast and the approach that I'm really going to take for um, building my faith, helping you to build your faith one stone at a time um, is, you know, it's this recognition. First of all, we must recognize the stones of Jerusalem's wall have fallen. The gates have fallen. There are not just cracks, you know, um, if you've ever seen like a um, flipping TV show or a TV show, you know, where they like flip houses or they're renovating houses and like there's a cracked foundation. It's like, it's pretty bad. You know, they got to redo the foundation. This is like beyond that, like walls have fallen. Like if you're thinking about a house analogy, like there's a, (laughs) the door is off the house. There's holes in the house. The roof is off the house. Um, it's bad. Um, so we have to recognize 
you know, in our lives, when we want to go on this journey where we're building our faith, if you found yourself at a place where you feel far from God, you want to increase your relationship with God, um, you're feeling like something is amiss, something's not right, step one, that first stone, we're just going to recognize the stones have fallen. Uh, you know, things are not where they're supposed to be. You know, recognize what feels like it's missing. Um, you know, for me, you know, what I felt was missing is I was not, um, you know, I was, you know, spending time with God. I was learning from him, but I was not expressing my faith. There was a lack of uh, taking what God was teaching me and putting it into practice, sharing it with others, um, expressing my faith. And a huge part of that is, you know, me starting this podcast. So God is calling me, you know, express your faith. There's a gap here where um, God, this is God to me, you know, saying, I'm helping you build, um, you know, I'm helping you to, to, to build your faith, but there's this gap here. It's not being expressed. And so I, I have, I identified that, you know, uh, I'm feeling this longing, this missing, um, and it's this missing crucial component. Um, and it was really stagnating my faith, you know, making me feel in a place where I'm not growing. I'm not, um, seeing my faith multiply. I'm not seeing an abundance come out of my my relationship with God. I'm just really kind of staying still or even moving backwards. Um, so, you know, really for me, transparently identifying that, um, that was a very crucial place. And I love Nehemiah's approach. He fasted and he prayed. He immediately went to prayer. You know, God, I recognize this. What, you know, restore this. What can we do? Um, I'm sure Nehemiah prayed very practical prayers. You know, we get this very short, shortened version of what's going on. I'm sure the timeline is shortened just for the sake of writing this. It's not a very long book. Um, it doesn't seem to be written in a very um, elaborate way. So I'm sure there was conversations Nehemiah was having with God of, uh, God, I just feel broken. I feel so far from you. Um, and he really identified that feeling in himself and that that distance in himself so um you know then applied it to you know god's people and he's going to go help them get out of this but at first he just really felt that that gap so um question for you today you know um you know almost like a discussion question but um where today and if you're a pretty solution oriented person don't think about the solution right now and actually i think I'm going to just stop at Nehemiah 1 today so that I can just kind of ask some questions, give you something to think about, and then we can jump into the next um, the next chapter. So where today, and I really want you to pray about this, reflect on this with the Holy Spirit, allow God to work with you. Don't just answer it. Don't just look for solutions. Where are you feeling those gaps today? Has the have, have the walls of your faith fallen at all? Are you at that point where, like Jerusalem, everything is just destroyed and there's not a lot? Um, it's, it's been, it's been undone and, or it's, it's, it's in a bad place. Um, maybe you are, um, at the place where you've never, you know, really had a good relationship with God. You've never been at a place where you feel like you had a well-built structure, um, that that would be you know looking at your life where are you feeling you know the emptiness the 
the loneliness, the lacking, the, um, the, the need. And, you know, God is the filler of that need. So not to just leave you kind of hanging and saying like, you know, I'm not gonna, uh, you know, you're on your own now that I've asked you these questions, but this is something that God needs to fulfill. Any longing, any um, look for fulfillment, any desire for that fulfillment, it really does have to be fulfilled by God. But, you know, a huge step, if God fulfills it right away, amazing. But sometimes God just first wants you to identify and pray and and just to understand, you know, there is this longing, there's this lacking. Maybe there's even um, the way you feel like you're living your life right now is not on par with like what you feel God has called you to live your life for. I am a very vocal person. I'm a very outwardly expressive person. I deeply felt my faith was so stagnant because my faith was bottled up. It was just completely kept to myself. It was just something where all these things I'm learning and if I'm growing, you know, I was just feeling so like it was kind of just sitting in a closet is like this amazing treasure and I just buried it. Um, and you know, I, I needed to get sharing it. So if you're listening, thank you for listening. This is my expression of faith. Um, one of them, you know, hopefully more and more and more to come. Um, but you know, what, what is God speaking to you right now? And I think, you know, if you want to kind of dive deeper into this, I would say, you know, take some time today to, to pray about it or in the next, you know, couple of weeks to pray about it. Um, I hope that we can discuss with each other, you know, if there's, if we can maybe kind of build a community so we can discuss um, how you want to grow your faith. Uh, maybe just shout out like, hey, just listen to episode one. Here's where I'm feeling lacking in my faith. And I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm just going to give share that with the world so that there's this accountability. I'm lacking in this. Uh, and I, I'm feeling um, in this way. I haven't, I have not been living the way God called me to. Uh, that's such a, it's such a good start. And I just hope and pray for breakthrough for you. I hope and pray that you would find breakthrough in this. I hope and pray that you would find, um, you know, what whatever God is trying to reveal to you in this season, I just pray that God would reveal it. And really, I do want to pray over this right now. I want to pray over this concept, you know, as we kind of open ourselves up to, you know, what God wants to speak. I just want to pray. Uh, I want that to, to last with you. I want to pray over you that you'll find breakthrough. If you're a 60-year veteran, 60, if you're a 60-year veteran in, in your faith, I want this prayer to be for you. If you have never, ever, ever even decided to follow Jesus, I want this prayer to be for you too. We all need to grow our faith. None of us are above growth. None of us are above learning more. Um, so let me pray for you. And let me pray um, as we you know, prepare to... Um, be done with this topic for right now and things are really opened up um let's just pray father god we just make room for you right now we just pray for breakthrough god we just pray um, like as us god as we are jerusalem god i just pray that you'd reveal anywhere god where um, the stones have fallen out of the wall, God, um, God, where things have fallen apart, the gates have fallen down, God, any way we're living our lives, God, where we could be living 
um, closer to you, more um, in line with your calling for our lives. God, I pray that you would just reveal that. Right now, reveal what's missing. Reveal the longing. Reveal the hurting. Reveal what is broken, God, so that you can you can fix it, God, so that you can prepare us, God, to start um, building our faith one stone at a time, God. God, I just pray that you'd reveal um, what, you're, what you want to speak to us right now. I pray that you'd make it abundantly clear, and God, we just make room for that. I pray that every person, God, will be blessed. I pray, God, that you'd be with us as we go throughout the rest of our day or as we go throughout this process, God, of, of building our faith one stone at a time, God. Bless that that dedication, God, to getting to know you and growing our faith and really understanding and discovering what faith is. Lord, we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've listened so far, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me on this first episode. Um, I want to be on this journey with you of discovering faith and discovering what faith means, um, you know, building that faith. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining me. We'll be back again to um, talk about what um, what faith uh, means, uh, again, in Nehemiah 2. And we'll just kind of continue through Nehemiah. Um, We probably will be able to do a couple chapters next time. Might start to just break up um, Nehemiah into chunks uh, just so we can go over some, you know, general themes. Um, But again, thank you for tuning in. I'll probably release every couple of weeks depending on my availability. So I really look forward to spending more time with you next time. I pray that you'll be blessed. I pray that God will keep speaking to you. I hope you have a really good week. I'll see you soon.